Welcome back to Tay Learning. I'm Olivia. And I'm Danny. And we're your co-hosts. And hello. <laughs> hello. We're a little bit early, aren't we, Olivia? Yeah. In case you haven't noticed, today, the day this is coming out, is not October 11th. We're early. We've been telling you that we were going to be back October 11th. And we have been teasing a little bit of, su- of a surprise on our season three opener on October 11th. But (laughs) this episode was supposed to be a double drop on our season premiere. We do have another episode in store for you on Wednesday, so definitely tune in then. But we did want to hop on here and chat with you guys, given some circumstances that have been happening today. If you haven't noticed, and if you are listening on October 6th, you may have noticed that our Instagram is gone. We were disabled. <laughs> yes. Someone reported us. We're being accused of impersonating Taylor Swift, which if you've been on our Instagram, you know that's not what we're doing whatsoever. We tried to appeal it. They're trying to tell us that we're permanently disabled. So we need help from you guys. And we know that them saying it's permanently disabled doesn't really mean jack shit. It still exists. We know we can get it back. Our friend Autumn, TS Tour Tips, who you might remember from an episode in season one, this happened to her a few months ago too, and she was able to get it back with the help of her friends, family, and followers. And they went on and reported or put in their own report to Instagram saying, hey, this was unfairly disabled and this is why. Please bring this account back. And it took You know, it took a village to bring her account back. And after a couple of days, she finally had it back. So our hope, Tay listeners, is that we can get your help in this one to bring the account back. We know that it's a community for you all to connect with one another. And so we want to keep that tool available. On our personal Instagrams, which are conveniently just our names, for me, it's at Danielle underscore Winchester. And for Olivia, it's at Olivia underscore Katarski. You can see. Yeah, almost. We made those before we met each other. (laughs) On there, we have a joint post where you can see the way to go in and report that you want at Tay Learning Podcast to come back. So please, 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 if you don't follow us on Instagram, we'd still appreciate if you would go do that for us because it's a huge forum for you all to connect. And we're really sad about it. We had over 4,000 people on there that really connected through our Instagram and we connected with them through our Instagram, with you through our Instagram. So please help us bring it back. We would very much appreciate it. So XOXO, haven't seen you guys in a long time or I guess talked to you guys in a long time. We're happy to be back and we appreciate any support that you guys give us over on Instagram. We really do. Okay, so now that we get the plea out of the way, I hate that that happened like during our break because then it's like, hey guys, we missed you. Can you do this favor for us? No. <laughs> we promise that we love you. We do. <laughs> Like Olivia said, we were going to save this for next week, but you know, it kind of works out coming out today because it allows us to talk about this before football comes back on Sunday. I mean, there was a Thursday night game, but ignore. This Sunday is an important game anyway. Why's that? Yesterday was Travis Kelsey's birthday, so there's rumors that Taylor's going to be at the game. I guess we're going to find out. (laughs) And for those that don't know, like, I like football, but... I'm not as intense about the sport as our girl Danny is. So we wanted to kind of help explain football to you guys if you guys happen to not really follow the sport, but you want to because of Taylor. 
which is totally valid. Despite what some toxic gym and football bros online are saying, football is a place for anybody that wants to be there. And that includes Swifties. And the NFL has made it very clear that Swifties are very welcome, even if they are kind of exploiting the Swellsy relationship a little bit to do it. Football should be for everyone. So with that being said, I'm going to give you a general overview of football so you can watch and enjoy it. And if you're sitting here like, I'm not interested in learning about it, I just want to hear about Travis Kelsey, scoot forward a couple minutes. This won't take very long. I also have my boyfriend in earshot, and he's going to correct me if I say anything incorrect or that you all just don't need to know. <laughs> so hopefully we can keep on track here. The general idea of football is that there is this very long rectangle, we'll call it a field, and the teams are trying to get the ball to the opponent's end of the field to score. They want to score on them like soccer with the goals of, if you know soccer, but not football, right? And so, which some could argue, football and football, doesn't matter. So that is the goal, is to score in the other team's end zone is what they call it. Now, of the players on the field, there are a few very important players, but Travis Kelsey in particular plays a position called tight end, if you want to know that. And to that point, he's regarded as like one of the most famous, greatest tight ends of all time, right? Mm -hmm. And the tight end's job is to support in the play the quarterback. And the quarterback runs the plays that the coach calls and communicates that to the rest of the team. Each team has four tries, they call them downs, to get the ball 10 yards. If they don't make it 10 yards, then they should punt the ball to the other team um, rather than trying to go again. So, because uh, then it just gets turned over, right? So that is the goal is to make it 10 yards and you start over and you're back at a first down and you do that all the way down the field until you score. You might be asking, how do you not make it 10 yards? That's not very far. These guys are big. They knock each other down. They beat the shit out of each other. They knock over the quarterback. They knock over Travis Kelsey. That is the deal. They intercept the ball sometimes and take it and run it back themselves. So that is pretty much the basics of football on the actual field. Everything else is nuance. Somebody can explain it to you while you're watching it. But every touchdown, which is getting the ball into the end zone, is six points. And then after you get a touchdown, you get like a, a kick. And if the kick goes in, it's one point. Most teams opt for the kick. If they really want to get two points, they can do a two-point conversion, which is like a mini play on the field. And that like gets a them mini two touchdown. Points. Yeah, like a mini touchdown. Mm -hmm. Like they had to get a touchdown again. Again. From which most people don't go that way because that's hard. <laughs> it's significantly riskier. The two-point conversion is only really a benefit if things are really close and every point counts. It's not really and like a wise if you're decision. at the end of the game, too, I feel like, in my opinion, like if you go for that in the beginning, it puts you at the risk of the other team scoring a touchdown and kicking the field goal and getting the one point, And then you're seven to six and you're behind the rest of the game. Exactly. It's risky. You won't see it happen very often. Most of the time they just line up for the kick unless they're told otherwise. So that's pretty much the general outline you'll see with Travis Kelsey's as a player in particular is that that man just finds the pocket. He finds a place for Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the chiefs. He finds a place for Patty Mahomes to get that ball to him every single time. He's his right-hand man. They're Batman and Robin. They are an icon, a duo in sports for a reason. And I even have a sweater that has them high-fiving on it. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Before the Taylor Swift dating rumors. Before. Well, also like, I just, I love Travis Kelsey. I've loved Travis Kelsey for so long. So this is so exciting for me, but we should talk a little bit about who Travis Kelsey is as a person. So Olivia from the outside, from somebody from Michigan who did mm -hmm. live in Kansas city for a stint, 
What do you know about Travis Kelsey? Okay. So like I said in the beginning of this episode, I have never been big into football. I've always needed like a personal attachment to a team to root for them. For those who happen to not know, I went to the University of Michigan for undergrad, was really into Michigan football because I was in the marching band and had to go to every home game. So I was invested and I that's where I like really learned football was at the college level. I never really paid attention to the NFL. We have the Lions in Michigan, which are notoriously bad, even though they're kind of doing a good job this season. But like <laughs> notoriously, they've always been awful. Right. So I just I didn't care to be invested. Then I moved to Kansas City and the Chiefs had just won the, their first Super Bowl right when I moved there. And Chiefs are just everywhere in Kansas City. The, the city lives for the Chiefs, basically. It's like the it team, right? So then I made friends with Danny and she's a big Chiefs fan. And it just slid me into being like, okay, I guess I have an NFL team now. <laughs> and, and I just like knew of Travis Kelsey's name. I didn't really know what a tight end was or what they did or anything like that. But all that I really knew about Travis Kelsey was Danny's story about meeting him at a club. <laughs> That's basically all I know about Travis Kelsey almost said Patrick Mahomes. I only knew Patrick Mahomes truly in what he did because he is such a celebrity in Kansas City. And I feel like Travis Kelsey obviously is a celebrity in Kansas City, which is how I knew his name. I just can't pick out any position on a football team besides the quarterback, <laughs> the punter. So, <laughs> and the punter. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Okay. Travis Kelsey was drafted about 10 years ago in the Kansas City Chiefs, right? He didn't play the first season. He was injured, but he pretty much immediately became a prolific tight end after he was able to play again. He's notoriously a bit of a hothead. I don't know how much Taylor Swift loves that. It's okay. She's a hothead too, a little bit. He was notoriously a hothead early on. He's pretty much grown out of it, but of course he has. He just turned 34, but early on he would get pretty angry on the field. There's a lot of videos circulating of him throwing his helmet and doing a, a, a doing a, a crude sexual hand gesture. Are you trying to make the fandom hate him? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying growth is possible. And, you know, he was a mid-20s football player, and he was notoriously quite sexy, right? Kansas City immediately grew to love him, um, mm -hmm. so much so that he ended up with his own television show on E! called Catching Kelsey. He ended up picking Maya Benberry as the winner, but they broke up in 2017. Yes, it was a dating show with the play Catching Kelsey, or the pun, rather. And then in 2017, he began dating social media influencer Kayla Nicole. They were together for a long time, like five years, kind of on and off. In the Kansas City circles, there were rumors about it being on and off a lot more than it was publicly. So who knows exactly how true any of that is. But in any event, uh, they did end up splitting up last year. His brother Jason also is in the NFL, and he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, Taylor grew up not too far from Philly, and Eagles are her team. Eagles t-shirt hanging from your door via Gold Rush right there. But she's going after Travis, a Chiefs player. And for those of you who do not know, the Chiefs beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl mm -hmm. this year. Picking sides, Taylor. <laughs> he is, by all accounts, a really great guy in person. He has 
done some incredible charity work. He is super fun to see in any scenario, especially in Kansas City. He'll show up at a fundraiser event. Go crazy. He loves to scream his tagline, you got to fight for your right to party from a Beastie Boys song. <laughs> that was like his entire thing during the original Super Bowl run four years ago. And he's just a hoot and a holler of a dude. I really like him. I've always really liked him. Most people in Kansas City really like him. He looks like he should be a dumb, mean meathead. And he's just not any of those things. He's just the rare breed of a guy who is equally sexy, talented, and good. And, you know, ever since rumors started circulating that him and Taylor were dating since, you know, her concert in Kansas City in July when he tried to give her a friendship bracelet with his number on it, I have been paying a lot more attention to him and watching his interviews. And he's just so silly goofy. And our girl Taylor is so silly goofy. And she just deserves a silly goofy boyfriend who, you know, let's let's her really be cares about her. <laughs> her be jeweled let's her be jeweled <laughs> it's my favorite internet joke right now it literally is so funny but he understands the or private but not secret thing i think really well and he i saw this online i'm sure you did too he seems to be the first guy that understands that he's with taylor swift now yep. Yep. i don't know how serious things are between them I know that most of us probably saw the leaked photo of them at Prime Social in Kansas City uh, mm -hmm. after the game. I feel like it's entirely plausible for a post-Joelwyn, post a six-plus-year relationship, for her to just kind of figure out what she wants and date around. And her going to a few football games isn't that serious. But here's my thing. Taylor knows that the eyes of the world are on her and that every decision that she makes comes with attention. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have the luxury of living a life in private no matter how hard she tries. And she knows that. It's more public now than it's ever been before. So I can't imagine that she would risk it all by showing up to that game. Yep, I and agree. It's hurt her public image to do so, frankly. It, it's overwhelmingly been more negative than it has positive for her. For him, it's been a score, right? For her with people that aren't fans of her. Exactly. To clarify. It's, exactly. of course, been positive for us Swifties. We love when she's out and about. We eat that shit up. I saw some online discourse, I think on TikTok, but I'm sure it's all over, about how this can be both real and PR. Like, I don't think the potential relationship itself is PR, but the move of very publicly going to his game, very publicly getting in his top-down convertible and driving around downtown Kansas City, very publicly going to another game one week later, sitting with his mom very publicly of course that's PR these celebrities like this like Taylor and even Travis like they have a PR team that analyzes with them what every public move they're about to make means Taylor knows what she's doing and for me her being so open with her support of Travis indicates to me that there's a level of realness there why would she do this otherwise is guess my mindset Agreed. And also Jason Kelsey talking about how he was excited to get to talk about it now or whatever. It's just there's a lot of signs that their relationship didn't just start the day that she decided to go to a Chiefs game. No. I don't think that it did. I think that there was a lot of public relations work behind the scenes. There's a lot of indicators that they have been talking pretty much since the New Heights. It's their podcast. We'll talk about it in a minute. Since the New Heights podcast episode came out, talking about how he wanted to give her his number on a bracelet. And Jason Kelsey goes, 
num your number is in 87 or your phone number? And Travis goes, you know which one. So I think that there's a good chance that after that, they did get in contact. They did connect a little bit. And that's why there were all those rumors flying around that they were seeing each other. I don't know if yeah. they were seeing each other, but I think they've at minimum been talking for a couple months. And then finally, once she felt comfortable enough making it as public as it was, she decided to hop on her little PJ, fly out to Kansas City, and go to the game. Yeah. And the thing about Taylor Swift that we constantly have to remember is she is good at making herself not seen when she doesn't want to be seen. I mean, we barely saw her out and about with Joe Alwyn. She can figure it out how to sneak around because that has to be part of her profession is figuring stuff like that out. So if they did see each other and, you know, we didn't hear anything about it or see anything about it, that's not unlikely in my opinion, I guess, at least. I have a theory that his public invite to her to that first Chiefs game was testing the waters to see how the world would perceive that. I think she was already invited and already planning on going at that point. I 100% agree with you. I don't think that that just came out of the blue and she's like, yeah, I could spend my afternoon there. And maybe that is the way it went down. I don't think Tree Pain would let it go down that way. That's very like tropey romance book vibes. That's not real life, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So talking about New Heights real quick, if you want some perspective into Travis Kelsey's personality outside of what you see on NFL Sundays. New Heights is a great place to go to get it. It is a fantastic podcast. Now, it is heavily, obviously, football commentary, right? So if you're not it's into football... by two football players. It's by two football <laughs> players. It's, if you're not super into football, I don't know how much interest it would be to you. But man, Jason and Travis are so funny. They're so entertaining. And they make it really enjoyable to listen to. I do highly recommend it. And New Heights, after they released their episode where they talked about Taylor, beat out the Joe Rogan experience and became the most listened to podcast at least that day, maybe for a couple days. And so they're a win. Highly recommend New Heights. And I highly recommend watching their video podcasts on YouTube because you can watch them talk throughout the episode and it just makes them feel like so much more realistic, especially when Jason asks Travis about Taylor point blank. I listened to the audio clips before I watched the video and adding the video of Travis's reactions just made it so much more like heartwarming for me. So highly recommend checking them out on YouTube. Plus you get to see Travis blush when he's talking about her, which he yeah. does. <laughs> I think, you know, as he's gotten older, they were born the same year, 1989. He's just maybe a little bit more of a softy now. And I think that it's great if this is an actual relationship that's really developing, I think it's great that they've found something that works for one another because yeah. Travis Kelsey, I think based on what I have heard about him on a personal level, really has wanted somebody who is in the same level of success as he is or more. That is something that's important to mm -hmm. him is to feel like he isn't being taken advantage of. No one wants to feel that way, right? No. And for Taylor, I think that getting out of that really private relationship that lasted a long time I think that having somebody who makes her feel like a star is important to her. So mm -hmm. as a result, and I mean, we could talk about that. He lets her be jeweled as a joke, but very <laughs> seriously, Travis Kelsey is the perfect man for somebody like Taylor Swift, even his position. Like he's lauded because he might be the greatest of all time, the actual goat as a tight end. Yeah. But his job isn't to be the star. His job is yep. to support the star. Mm -hmm. 
throw that in your personal life. So I'm saying. I'm just so excited to see where this all goes. And rest assured, this likely will not be the only episode we have on the subject. We just wanted to give you a little commentary from us about our thoughts and feelings so far. I'm sure as things progress, we will definitely give you more intense breakdowns of everything at another time. But this is just exciting for us as people who have personal ties to Kansas City. It's just the most epic crossover episode. It really is. <laughs> like the Chiefs have been my team since like before I could walk. And yeah. I've loved Travis Kelsey for so long. He's he's just so hot. Um, but he's also just so good. And <laughs> my boyfriend overheard that and <laughs> he rolled his eyes. But it's it's crazy to be here. It's crazy to look at the pictures of Travis and Taylor riding top down. And Travis is like a avid collector of cars and they're mm-hmm. riding top down in one of his cars in front of your old apartment yeah that the intersection. that's insane in, we have run across that intersection multiple times yeah i lived there you <laughs> lived there we met at a bar where you can see that intersection from it they drove you can see your old apartment in the background yeah, you can see my old apartment in the pictures you can literally see where i used to live in those pictures yeah. So it's just wild. This is wild. Like Danny and I have never lived in like LA or New York. So like Taylor Swift, like crossovers aren't normal for us. We are Midwest to our core. Celebrities don't come where we live. (laughs) No, they're not for casual stuff. Yeah, not not to (laughs) hang out. Taylor finished her show and went right back to the airport and left. She did not hang out in Kansas City. She was just hanging out and she went to Prime Social. That's not... It's not like a hard place to get into. My roommate, Rebecca, who you all know from this podcast, went there and got dinner this past weekend. And there were rumors that she went to Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, rumors that she went to a brewery that my parents frequent. Which wouldn't be that surprising because isn't that where Abigail went to school? Yes. So she's been there before. Yeah, yeah. she's She's been to not just Lawrence, Kansas, but there was this video of her a long time ago, I think in Fearless era, maybe Speak Now era, where she's being interviewed and they were, they were like, what's any place in the world if you could go anywhere right now? And she goes, Kansas. I love Kansas. Taylor. <laughs> that video had me gagged. She loves Kansas. She's predicting, so funny. predicting her own future all the time. Loves Kansas. I know Kansas City is in Missouri, but whatever. It's all, it, it's we all Kansas. remember the same city kansas city right and i think about the song end game like i know that's about joe but that song makes no sense with joe i never thought it did but big reputation you and me would be a big conversation this is the first time that feels like it makes sense i'd be your first string i'll be your first string <laughs> like i just i don't know I need her to keep going to Chiefs games, though, because I believe in Tay Voodoo. I believe in that witchy shit. And I also need the Chiefs to win another Super Bowl. And I'm also heavily considering buying a $130 NFL Travis Kelsey jersey. And I swear to God, if he does something stupid and they don't work out and I already bought this thing, I'm going to be mad. So that's been talking about buying a Travis Kelsey jersey. And then he goes, wait a second. Wait, I'm not going to buy one yet because... I bet a bunch of people have already bought Travis Kelsey jerseys. And if he fucks up and they split up, they're all going to go on Marketplace for like 40 yeah. bucks. But I need one now. Yeah, no, we need one now. And I want to be basic and go as Taylor and Travis for Halloween. So I'm going to need him to get that Kelsey jersey. He's been talking about it for a long time. He bought his mom a Kelsey jersey for Christmas last year. Yeah, I'm just like down to clown. I'm ready. And like the Chiefs have been my NFL team literally since 
2021 when I moved there and like started, you know, I guess I moved there in 2020, but I wasn't like invested until more exposure to all of you Kansas City friends. But I'm down to like, like I said, clown. I, I want to be in the fandom. I, I, regardless of Taylor, like it's fun. Just move back to Kansas City. This is the right time. <laughs> the right time, right when you're about to leave. <laughs> oh, God, you're so right. Also, just before anybody comments about it, because I know somebody out there is going to, his last name is not pronounced Kels. Now, oh. the, the way this breaks down, you were worried it was going to be something bad. Uh, no, I thought you were going to say his last name is not Kelsey. And I'm like, am I stupid? <laughs> no. no, you're not stupid. So basically, their dad pronounced it Kelsey growing up. So they pronounced it Kelsey, but his dad's family pronounced it Kels. That is the, technically, it's, it's Kels. But... Okay. Their dad got tired of correcting people and just leaned into Kelsey. And so they leaned into Kelsey. So anybody that says it's actually Kels, like the answer is, yeah, technically. But it's the same way that like Ariana, Ariana Grande, Grande, it's her last name is supposed Grande. to be Grand. Taylor Lautner. And people Lautner. just say Lautner and he just lets it slide. It happens all the time this is a prime example technically it's kel sure but if you said ariana grand people would look at you crazy because even though it's technically pronounced, oh yeah grandy you're right yeah it's not it's just not grande <laughs> it's not grande but she leaned into the grande because that's how people were pronouncing it and yeah. they've leaned into kelsey because that's just how people pronounce it so we will keep saying kelsey on this podcast yeah. As a nickname, there are players that call him Kels. Because that's even a nickname to Kelsey. Yeah. Though I will say, I noticed that you call them Swelsey. Is that <laughs> your favorite ship name? Because I've been seeing a lot of different ship names, like Trailer or Tavis. So I see I people say, call them TNT. <laughs> TNT is good. <laughs> I like Swelsey, I think the most for some reason but i'll say tavis sometimes in our posts if we get our instagram back i would hashtag <laughs> tavis i think it's a full name tavis swelsey i like trailer only visually i don't like it sonically i like it visually i think it's kind of cute looking also saw somebody say let's not put the man's name first on this one <laughs> but tavis is fine i'm a big swelsey girl I think Swelsey sounds good. I can't wait to see like what the actual name ends up being. Yeah, because we're experiencing this for the first time, like in our our time in the fandom, right? Like, if you don't know about my and Danny's past of being Swifties, we do have an episode for that. It's like episode six or something. It's really old, so like, guys, scroll a little ways. It's called Rep FOMO, and we discuss our entire timeline of how we started as Swifties, faltered, came back. And I think it's kind of important for context if you wanted to hang out here with us. But anyway, this is our first time in the fandom, like paying attention to Taylor's dating life and everything and watching it unfold in front of us. So this is just kind of an exciting experience. It really is. And we're happy to be here for it. I'm extra happy to be in Kansas City for it. Rebecca said that the air felt different in Kansas City for the couple of days that she was here. So I'm just <laughs> excited about this season and about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in general. And I really hope this plays out well, because if things don't end well, it will break my little chief's heart. And, you know, for Taylor's sake, I, I hope it goes really well. I do, too. I really want her to be happy. 
people argue like, oh, she makes her best songs when she's torture artist, though. And I'm like, I disagree. I disagree. I think Reputation is a great album. Yeah. Lover is my favorite. Lover is your favorite. Like, she makes Evermore, Hello. She makes excellent, devastating breakup songs. And that's certainly true. But some of her best songs are written from a place of happiness. She's not only good when she's sad. And she has a wild amount of empathy for others. So if people in her life experience breakups, she writes about it. If she watches a devastating movie or a book, she writes about it. She watched someone great on Netflix and wrote Death by a Thousand Cuts, one of the best on Lover. Yep. Anyway, those are pretty much our thoughts. They're very intro thoughts on Swellsy. Like, yeah. That's initial not, reactions here. Yeah. We're fans. Initial reactions. We are pro Swelsey. And I think that this is a really good guy for her. And I want her to be happy. And that's what I care about most is that they're both happy. So I'd say what are we talking about next week? But it is our season premiere. Do we want to tell the people listening to this? Yeah. I mean, if you've made it this far, you're, you clearly deserve the knowledge of what we're going to open our season three with. So obviously... The concert film is coming out next Friday, October 13th. I'm literally so excited. I can't wait to see it. I get to see it at 9.30 p.m. with my boyfriend after work, and I can't wait. So in honor of that, on Wednesday, October 11th, our official premiere date, we will be doing a little deep dive into Taylor's history in the film industry. So we're going to go through every single movie she's ever been in or played a part in all of the soundtracks that she's been a part of. And I don't know, I think it's a good episode. It'll be a lot of fun. I think that that's a really great way to intro us in and get us back to it. So we will see you on Wednesday, October 11th. Uh, Livia, what did you, Tay, learn this week? Tay learned a lot about Travis Kelsey's life. <laughs> a lot. Like, I didn't know any of that. You Like, all of you Tay listeners at home learning about Travis Kelsey's life, if you didn't know already, I was sitting here, like, nodding along with Danny. Like, I did not know any of that. (laughs) I didn't know. I tailored that. Is it really a tailor? This is a traveler. It doesn't flow the same. (laughs) Traveler. A traveler. I didn't know that he made a vulgar gesture jerking off with his hand during a game, which Matt keeps trying to show me a video of while we're recording. He's pulling it up again right now. Oh. Oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> the video specifically is a call made by by a ref and Travis looking at the ref and then doing that hand gesture. Oh, my God. Which is pretty funny, to be fair. Ridiculous. Anyways, anyway, I just love him. <gasps> okay. Normally, we sign off here with our social medias, but yeah. instead, we're going to do a reminder. Reminder, please go to our personal social medias, our personal Instagrams, rather, at Danielle underscore Winchester, at Olivia underscore Katarski. They'll be in the description as well. Please help make a plea to Instagram. Get our community back. And if it doesn't come back, devastating. But we'll start a new one from scratch. So we'll just have to tell all your friends. But you can still follow us on TikTok at Tay Learning Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. We're becoming more and more active over there at Tay Learning. You can email us, taylearningpodcast at gmail.com. We are still working through some of your fan mail that we've been getting, and we appreciate hearing from each and every one of you. Uh, I love reading those. So you can definitely reach out to us there if Instagram has been your main source of contact with us. Oh, well, we're here for you guys. We're happy you're here for us. We love y'all. And we will see you Wednesday. See you soon.
That part reminds me of William oh. Tell, like the horse ready song. I was say, da-da-da, da-da-da. Was like, a horse? 